swing on down to Rinky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Rinky's down to Rinky's place Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. You are listening to Elvis. Yes. At the CIA here in Know-How, as people mm-hmm. call it. And I'm Jerry McCarty here with the lovely Kelly Maroney. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Jerry. Welcome back to town. Thank you very much. And what are we doing here? Well, we're at this fa- fantastically creepy place called CIA. You have to see this to believe it. I think it's on a, a, a reality show, even, but we don't know what reality show. It's like uh, 11335 Burbank it's the, Boulevard. It, you've never seen anything like this, and you must check it out. And we're here to see Dennis. And the great Dennis Devine, yes, director Dennis Devine, who's been on our show many times. Yes, welcome back, Dennis Devine. He's, uh, he's, <laughs> Thank you. He's been on the show for directing. And he was on the show. You did another podcast. I can't remember what the other one is. But now you're doing a music one. Yes. Incredible. Musical stylings. Rock and roll is here to stay. So get your plugs in here. Tell everybody about your band, what you do, what what, what we're going to hear tonight. Well, first of all, the CIA is the California Institute of Abnormal Arts. Just so you get an idea. Now we know. And it's on Facebook. And um, my band, the band I'm in, is called Marla and the Magic Cats. And we are six people who met on movie sets. So we're all either actors or crew members. And we have three females and three males. And um, our lead singer is Marla. She's Marlene McCullen, <laughs> who's acted in a number of films, Sawblade, uh, Alice in Murderland. And, and um, uh, anyway, she's been in several films. And uh, I'm the drummer. You're the drummer. That's what I, I told Kelly you were the drummer, and she did not believe it. It's true. So we have to get some music background here so we can get you. And this is kind of a country. Is this the country no, one? Or no, no. no. Uh, the, the band that's going up next is the country one. Oh, they're, okay. they're called Redneck Pop. And then the band after them is our mo- actually the biggest band on the, on the bill, and they're called Wages. And you could find them on Facebook, and they have songs on albums, and they're pretty successful. They have uh, You can find them on YouTube and um I, you know, iTunes and whatnot. But our band is, this is our first performance, so we don't have any recorded songs, nothing, no links I can connect you with. Okay. This is our very first performance. Wow. Last year I was in a band called Prego Nuns, and I was the drummer. And our singer moved, so uh, we started a new band off a movie set, and here we are. Okay. Tell the, tell the people what you, what you thought the band should be called, because I think this is great. Well, I thought it should be called Cast and Crew, but everyone thought that was too cliche. I like it. Marlon Magic Cats is a good name, though, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see if we can get your influences here. Give me your give me your top three drummers of all time. So okay. All right. Well, we've had this conversation, just you and I, on a personal level. But, uh, I, you know, um, I guess I, I grew up with, um, you, you know, the... 
this is a strange choice, I know, but uh, Carl Palmer of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Oh, good call. I like Emerson. Because, Palmer. You did uh, not bring that up last time. No, I did. He was one did of my you? three. He was yeah. one of your three? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, Buddy Rich, of course, because I was a little kid. I heard Buddy Rich on the, on the Tonight, Tonight, Show. Tonight Show, and I thought, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. And yeah. he's like a rock star, but he's not, you know. But he, Johnny was Johnny Carson was a drummer, and that's why uh, you would always get Buddy Rich oh, and okay. Gene Cooper on there because he liked drummers. Yeah. And so, um, uh, so those are two, and uh, you know, I, the third—it's hard to pick a third one. But I, I would go. This is a, a really obscure choice, but uh, it's a guy named Frosty. He was with the Lee Michaels band. It was basically Lee Michaels played keyboards and sang, and Frosty was the drummer. And that was their band. And but uh, I listened to Frosty. And that, he was my biggest influence. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. Well, you're not the first drummer that's been on this show, right, Kelly? <laughs> that's right. We, well, Kelly and Kelly's co-stars from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Robert Romanos, mm -hmm. is a drummer. And he, what kind of music did he play? I forgot. Um, kind of, kind of cool jazz, yeah. And his top three were none of your top three, by yeah. the way. Was uh, he had uh, Ringo Starr? As yeah, well, Ringo's one. a great drummer. Yeah, and then he had uh, Keith Moon, mm -hmm. and uh, I think he had. Did he have John Bonham? Um, Maybe Led Zeppelin, John Bonham. If, or? If, if, yes, I think so. Yeah. If you had made it six, those those would have been. Four. <laughs> I'm not joking. No, no those you, probably would have been four or five, six. So. so we're gonna have to have a battle of the drummers, <laughs> but. It is time for our first commercial. So we have to take a commercial, then we're going to talk to you about other things. But we'll talk about other musical influences of Dennis Devine when we return with Kelly Maroney and me, Jerry McCarty, at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Okay, and welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. I'm here at Kelly Maroney. I'm here with Jerry McCarty, and today we have Dennis Devine. And it just got completely quiet in here, finally. <laughs> so, Dennis, we're talking about Dennis's musical influences because we're here interviewing him. He's in a band here tonight, and he's the drummer. Oh, and cue the music. So, what was the... Oh, whoa! So, what was your first album that you went to the store and bought when you were a kid? Uh, the first album, ironically, that I bought is still my all-time favorite record, and it was Abbey Road by the Beatles. Oh, oh, that's a good one. And I, and I, mm -hmm. um, I, ha I bought a drum set. My, my second best friend, my friend who became, was my best friend after Kelly McCarty, was uh, Dan Gawacki, who lived around oh, the block. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Dan played guitar, and so I said, look, I really always wanted to play drums, so I, I sold... Uh, my bike and had a little bit of money saved and bought a drum set. Aww. I have to, I, I have to uh, tell a little story here that only only will mean something to Dennis and me. Do you know where... Let's put it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so nobody else cares. But do you know where Mark Glowecki got his first guitar? I, Dan Glowecki? Or Dan Glowecki, I'm sorry. Uh, no. I just gave it away. Where... Uh, he bought my brother Mike's guitar secondhand. Really? No, I did not know that. Yeah, when when uh, my brother Mike went to Michigan State uh -huh. University, he had to sell his guitar, mm -hmm. and so he sold it to Dan Glowecki. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that, Jerry. <laughs> Back to Dennis. <laughs> Was there... Uh, one of those classic record stores that you did you give they put a lot of thought into this and was it a big day? Um, no, the the in terms of record stores, I didn't really have a favorite record store, but 
uh, Metro Music, I'll throw a shot at them. They're not even there anymore in Detroit. It was where I bought my drum set. <laughs> I bet you would have bought it at Federal's. Or and, I took, and I took lessons, and it, it was uh, near Cody where I went to high school. Nice. But um, I, I learned, I was, 11 years old is when I learned to play the drums. So. And, and were you planning at that time to be like Ringo Starr? No, I just wanted to have fun. Oh, and, really? Uh, you didn't have those no, big dreams? But our, uh, with Dan, we, we joined some bands and we. Uh, we started some bands up, and we actually played and made money. Wow. And so I think I saved a couple letters I got from uh, middle schools where we played, and they wow. said, your band was amazing. Oh, cool. uh, so we, we, we played really loud and really fast, so everyone loved us. Did, did, you, have, did you have groupies? Um, nice. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, he's a blushing. Few. He's blushing. Yeah, all right. <laughs> maybe a few, yeah, yeah, I would say. I was in a band as well. Uh-huh. Yes, tell us about your band, Jerry. My band was Brad Savage and the Cockroaches, and we had groupies, and I was the lead singer, and <gasps> they would just run by me. Oh. I had no groupies. Oh. The guitar players, drummers, they like the bad boys. They do. Oh. Nobody liked me. <laughs> but, but anyway, oh. enough about my sad childhood. <laughs> Kelly, your first album. My first album was Cat Stevens, and also um, Goodbye, no, no. T for the Tellerman, um, is that the one you got? Um... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Wild, wild world. All yes. That. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. How did you get the money for your first album? Your parents. Um. Mom. I stole it. Yes. That's why. I didn't fruit. I was. I think I stole it. Honest <laughs> to God, I think I walked into the um, Chopper City, which was a a place in. Yeah. Thanks a lot. No, they're gonna come arrest. There is no statute of limitations. I can't. No, I did. Jerry's dad was a policeman, by the way. I know. Well, here's the thing. I didn't do it on purpose. I had it in my hand, and I walked out. My mother, you know, I got distracted. I walked out, and my mother said to me after we got home, "What's in your hand?" <laughs> I went, "This album I wanted to get." That would be the poorest TMZ story ever was Kelly Maroney busted with a uh, shoplifter, shoplifting peace train by Stacey. <laughs> yes. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. So uh, we did that and I can't remember what, I forget what my, I had eight brothers so I inherited tons of albums but the first one I ever bought bought, I actually think it was a Chicago album, mm-hmm. the one where they're painting on the top, but which oh, I can't remember. No, 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 it was America. It was the first album I ever bought in America. Okay, well, guess what? It's time for another commercial. We have to take a commercial, and then when we come back, we are going to go one more segment with the great Dennis Devine, and maybe we'll talk about... I do have one thing that's a little bit racy about the Cat Stevens. Ooh, Yusuf Islam. The reason I wanted that album was because I liked a boy who was heavily into Cat Stevens. Uh, Okay, was he a bad boy? Kind of. See, that's what happens. That's my problem. Surprising into that. Oh, yeah. No, Cat Stevens was pretty, he was a long hair, right? So he was probably a... No, he was, like, he was very bohemian, I bet. Yeah, he was really cool. He was the only guy in school who could get, a, could get away with like wearing um, red mittens, and he had a uh, 57 Buick, and I was, yeah. Very bohemian. Sunglasses. I know the type. Yeah. Fought him all my life. Totally, okay. <laughs> totally the coolest guy. Okay, well, we have to take another commercial, and then when we come back, like I said, we're going to talk about maybe some favorite movies or favorite songs from movies. Maybe we'll talk about that. Okay. Favorite songs from our favorite movies. When we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste 
we're back at Rick's Martini Bar. I'm sitting here with Jerry McCarty. I'm Kelly Maroney, and we're here with Dennis Devine today. And we're talking about musical influences. And uh, I told you my kleptomaniac story. <laughs> and to, now we're going <laughs> to... But now, now we're going to talk about fa um, favorite music in films, because we like to always bring it back to films. And the album that I stole... <laughs> Tea for the Tillerman was actually the soundtrack of Harold and Maude, one of the greatest movies ever. So top that. Well, in in addition to that petty larceny, yes. in Night of the Comet, you you just broke into a whole store and started playing records, right? Yeah, and I I actually threw the um, soundtrack to um, Valley Girls over my you know over oh, my you? shoulder to, into the oblivion. Yes, no respect for albums. Another. And I was a DJ. That's right. You were a DJ on the thing. That was cool. That was awesome. And by the way, that Valley Girl soundtrack is a damn good soundtrack. I love that song. There's a lot of great, great uh, stuff on there. And the Comet is a great soundtrack too. For a long time, it was a lost soundtrack, but now people have have brought it back. And of course, Fast Times at Ridgemont High is a great soundtrack. Awesome. Yeah, yep. A lot of movies uh, are natural with yeah. music songs. So Dennis, what's your favorite? Well, you know, uh, it's so many, but uh, you know what I liked? Uh, this, if you're talking about songs from the mm -hmm. movie, yeah. mm -hmm. I think uh, the one I thought elevated the movie for me, it was a great movie anyways, MASH and Suicide oh, is Oh, yeah, Penis, yeah, yeah. Because it sort of got the whole flavor of the movie. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know. I know a little story about, do you know the story about that song? No, go ahead. Oh, because I was, uh, Rick of Rick Martini Bar and I went to a retrospective. We met Elliot Gould yeah. at uh, um, somewhere in, where was that at? In Burbank. I forget what, what the Alex Theater. The Alex Theater. And uh, anyway, uh, Robert Altman's son was there, mm -hmm. and he wrote that song when he was 13. But he did tell Rick and I this story, is that he said that he was... He he brought he recorded the song. He gave it to his dad, and his dad was going to put it in the movie. Put it in the movie, and he told them, you know, you get the royalties for it. And he said uh, he got his first check, and it was for I'll forget the numbers, but I'll just give you the rough magnitude. His first royalty check was a thousand dollars, and his dad said. You should put this in money for your college. And that's 70s money, too, right? So we put this in your money for your college. That's what we're going to do. And he said, okay. And then he said the next check that came in was like $8,000. And his dad said, we'll put this in. You're going to do it? And then he got a check for $37,000, and he was 18. And his dad said, we put this in the college fund? And he said, F you, Dad. I'm leaving home. <laughs> he took all the money, left home because he was 18, and he had a terrible period where, where he probably contemplated it. But then he said he came back six or seven years later and reconciled with his dad. So. I'm going to kick whoever's butt. As soon as I remember who told me that the guy committed suicide, I'm going to find him. When I remember who you are, I'm going to kick in your butt. It's one of those uh, urban <laughs> legends. But uh, but anyway, but yeah, but but great song. Great song. And uh, have, it's right at the start of the movie, right? Or is no, it, it's, it's well into The theme song. Well into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The oh, that's right. With the dentist. Who, whose name is Painless. John Shuck. You know. Yeah, his name is Painless in the movie. It's painless, right? Yeah. Do you, Kelly, do you have any other favorite songs? Grease. Oh, the Grease soundtrack. 
Saturday Night Fever. I liked uh, Woodstock because, I mean, obviously it's not original songs for a movie, but I thought that was, the, in my opinion, the greatest documentary I've ever seen. And uh, I thought the music combined with the visuals and what was happening at the time, you could watch it now and it's just hugely impressive. Yeah. I love the movie Help. Right? By the Beatles, yeah. and that's one of my favorite ones. As far as and it's, I don't know if you call that a song from a movie. Yeah. It's kind of a movie about a song, yeah. you know. But I actually really like that movie yeah. a lot. I think it's great. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Got another one, Dennis? Well, how about a hard day's night? If yeah. We're oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like a hard, I like a hard day's night too, but the monkeys, believe it or not, ruined a hard day's night for me because they did a t entire television series parroting hard day's night, running places, and three people run one way, one people run the other way, and all this stuff. But uh, and the monkey mobile and all this stuff. But I did I did like the monkeys. It just kind of spoiled because then I actually saw hard day's night after I saw the monkeys on television for eight years. And so it was not as special, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Any other great ones? I mean, you know, uh, this is a cheesy one, but a flying high Rocky theme. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many times have you jogged? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and then the Eye of the Tiger written by his brother, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is in subsequent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like the, I still like Eye of the Tiger, and I still like the Rocky theme. Yeah. They're, they're all good. But and I don't know if I, I would call this a um, no. I can't I can't say my Mission Impossible theme, even though I like that. But it's a television theme, so I can't say that. But it's it. They did make several movies, and I still love that right. that theme when it comes out. Right. I I liked. Uh this is sort of a screwy movie, but I like uh, Alice's Restaurant with Arlo Oh, Arlo Guthrie. Oh, that's really good. I that's thought a good one too. It captured a, a a time and place. Right. So it, you know, I can still watch it and feel yeah. oh that was really can touch you sort of. So. Well, I will have to give a uh, a, a nod to my friend Rick Farmelo, who's not here, who did all those Disney movies, which have just great soundtracks like the lion king which elton john wrote and then uh little mermaid and aladdin great great themes great songs and all of those pretty much every disney movie has great songs right. and the bond movie usually has oh, that's what i was thinking of the yeah. james bond movie you might have been thinking of that, that when, when you said rocky that james bond right. and that little spotlight coming Gold, around yeah, goldfinger is my still my favorite when when that music hits Right. It's like, you know, it is so subtle right. and so 60s and so groovy. Right. And when it hits, you know, you're, get, sit back, get ready. James is coming. Swingers has some great music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get, uh, yeah. Big band right. dance. Yeah. Um, um, the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Oh, yeah, Cherry yeah. Poppin' Daddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever of those guys. Well, we are out of time, and Dennis has to play, so we are uh, we have to go, and then we're going to listen to Dennis. We'll let you know how it goes. It's going to be great. I know it is, but I'm going to get a beer, and Kelly is doesn't drink, so she'll get a soft drink. And Dennis, no martinis in sight ever. I, I would. This is one of those places I do not dare ask for a martini. No, you'll probably kick your butt. <laughs> we don't make sissy drinks. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, for the great Dennis Devine and the lovely Kelly Maroney, my name is Jerry McCarty. Cheers! Let's swing on down to Ricky's place.
where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down. 